Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Well, hello there, friend. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. You've chosen to spend your very valuable time with me, and I greatly appreciate that. Hey, today I wanted to talk to you about the topic or related to this question of, does your team know that you believe in them? And I wanted to bring this topic to you because I recently experienced what uh, what I will call a parenting failure. Our youngest child, uh, he is graduating high school this year, and he and I were recently having a conversation that really gave me the, uh, the recognition or the revelation that uh, I had failed in this area of my parenting with him. But then that also just reminded me of this leadership principle that is very, very important of uh, this recognizing that your, your, or your team members knowing and recognizing that you actually believe in them. So I wanted to kind of talk to you a little bit about that topic, um, talk to you about how you can demonstrate and communicate with your team members, your belief in their ability to succeed and why that's important and so forth. Uh, before I jump into my uh, parenting failure and kind of give you that story and how it relates to leadership. Let me remind you about our leadership calculator. You want to take advantage of this calculator for the purpose of measuring and scoring your leadership effectiveness. I believe you're listening to this podcast because you want to improve your leadership capabilities. The very first thing that you need to do if you're going to improve your leadership is to measure your leadership. And we've provided for you a very objective way for you to measure your leadership. You can utilize our leadership calculator. Head over to theleadershipcalculator.com. Theleadershipcalculator.com. That'll take you right into the assessment. You'll answer a few questions. That will then utilize our leadership equation to give you a score related to your leadership effectiveness. But in addition to that score, you're also going to receive from us a report that gives you more detail about your score, but also gives you specific things that you can do to increase your leadership based on your results in the leadership calculator. So be sure you take advantage of that. Theleadershipcalculator.com is where you'll find that assessment. Now, let's talk about uh, this idea of does your, or this question, does your team know that you believe in them? And I'll start quickly with the story of my parenting failure that I described for you earlier uh, and give you the details of that and how this kind of reminded me and brought to me uh, the the recognition of of this, uh, the importance of this topic. So as I said, our youngest child, our youngest son, uh, he is graduating high school this year or has graduated high school this year. And it was uh, just a couple of weeks back, actually, that uh, he and I were, we were sitting on the front porch the night before his high school graduation ceremony. 
Uh, and we were kind of, I was, you know, I'd, I'd ask him to sit down with me and we were just kind of talking through the logistics of the next day. The next day was his graduation ceremony. I, you know, just wanted to make sure that I was uh, clear and he was also clear on where we needed to be, when we needed to be there and, and, you know, just all the plans and logistics surrounding that high school graduation ceremony. And so as we started that conversation, you know, I, I think I opened up the conversation. Well, to, you know, so tomorrow's graduation. And then I was going to ask him some uh, logistics questions, right? Well, he kind of interrupted me, if you will, quickly, as I said, something about tomorrow's graduation. And he made the statement. He said, I bet you never thought this day would come. And I recognized immediately that when when he when he made that statement to me, um, or you know, asked me that question, it was basically a, a question that he was asking. Did you did you ever think I would get here? Did you think I would succeed? Did you think I would um, graduate? Did you believe in me? Is basically what he was saying. And I recognized immediately that he was kind of half jokingly saying that. Okay, so yes, there was a, a a small element there of maybe a little self deprecation on his part. And also just kind of a, a little bit of joking around with me, uh, acknowledging some of the challenge, some of the struggle uh, that he has. Of our three children, uh, I would certainly say that um, he school does not come naturally or easily uh, for him as it is compared to the, our other uh, two children, for sure. Uh, and I would say uh, he gets that very honestly. Uh, he gets that from me. Um he did not take after his mom uh, in this regard. Instead, unfortunately for him, he takes this after me. Uh, I likewise struggled uh, mightily uh, in school to stay focused, to, to be attentive to uh, the, the, the subjects and, and to learn how to study and, and so forth. I had to mature greatly before I was able to do that. And again, he's kind of earned that honestly. He's taken after me in that regard. And so high school was was a challenge for him. It was a struggle for him. And so I think when he made that statement, I bet you never thought this day would come, uh, he was kind of half joking about and, and, and half recognizing this reality that it was a struggle for him and, and also a struggle for us to kind of get him through that as well, especially his mom. Um, she was much more involved in our children's education um, than I have been. Uh, but, you know, the other half of that statement that he made, I believe, was a sincere question, right? So, again, half-joking, yes, he kind of half-joking, recognizing the struggle. But the other half, I believe, is a sincere question on his behalf. You know, he was really, um, truly asking, did I believe in him? Right. And and in that moment, as we were having that conversation, I somewhat just kind of brushed off the question or the comment, if you will. And I, I said, of course, I knew that you would graduate. Uh, but, you know, as I look back and, and actually later that evening is when I got to thinking about that question that he that he or that statement that he made to me. And I got to thinking about the reality that, yeah, he was probably somewhat joking but there was also a sincere element to that statement of him asking me, basically, do you believe in me? So he was asking me as his father, hey, do you believe in me? Um, and even though I had 
answered in the affirmative. Yes, of course, I believed that you would graduate. I recognized that night that I needed a deeper conversation with him in this regard. I needed to um, you know, have some dedicated time with him that I could explain to him that, yes, I believe in him. I believe in his ability to succeed. And I can acknowledge, I did, or I had that conversation uh, the next day, actually. Uh, but uh, I can acknowledge the fact that, yes, it was a struggle or, yes, it was a challenge. But he overcame those struggles and those challenges. And and that he did succeed. And and all along the way, I, I did believe in him, right? But it, it again, it also left me with this revelation that at least in that moment, to some degree, he was asking himself and, and asking me if I believed in him, but it, it was probably also kind of through his high school career. He might've been asking himself, does my father, does my dad believe in me? And the thing that I want to share with you, or I want to teach you with this is that your team members are asking the same thing about you. They're wanting to know, does our leader believe in us, right? So do you believe in your team's ability to succeed? Uh, and do they know that you believe in them? If you do believe in, in them, do they know that you believe in them? Because this is so very important that your team members do believe and do, do know that you believe in their ability to succeed. Um, I can't explain to you all of the mental and, and even emotional um, impact and, and positive impact that this has on your team members, but I can certainly tell you story after story where I've seen the evidence of this. I, I, have, a, I have a sports background. I, I enjoy team sports, um, and I just know that for me on a personal level, when I had a coach that believed in me and believed in the team's ability to win, that greatly improved and increased my confidence and my ability then to perform in that sport. I've seen the exact same thing in our children as they've grown up uh, playing sports. All three of our children played tennis, which is both an individual sport as well as a team sport. And I've seen the effect of them knowing, hearing from, and knowing that their coach believes in their ability to succeed. And so just recognize that your team members, they are greatly impacted by the answer to the question of, do you believe in their ability to succeed? But then second to that, they have to know that you believe in their ability to, to succeed. So again, I'll ask, you know, do, does your team know that you believe in them? And I think maybe to address this question, maybe we first have to address a potential elephant in the room. Because when I ask that question, you may be thinking to yourself, well, I'm not sure I do believe in my team's ability to succeed. So first, maybe we need to start with the question, well, what if you really don't believe in your team? What if you don't feel like or believe that your team is capable of succeeding or, or you know, uh, has the ability to win in, in whatever you're trying to accomplish? What if you don't believe your team is capable of accomplishing the mission? 
Well, if that's the case, you first need to view that as your fault, right? This is your fault as the leader if you don't believe in your team. In asking these questions, I certainly do not want to leave you with the idea that what I'm telling you is you need to fake it, right? You, if you don't believe in your team, you just need to fake it because that is the worst thing that you can do. If you don't believe in your team's ability to succeed, don't try to tell them that you do believe in their ability to succeed. They will recognize that as as uh, as faults, and and they will they will just know that you truly don't believe in them, and that will be an even greater hindrance to their confidence and their capability to win. So I'm not at all trying to tell you to fake it. Um, if you don't believe in your team's uh, ability to succeed, then that inability to succeed is your fault as the leader. And so what you have to do, the, the, good, the bad news is it's your fault as the leader. The good news is because it's your fault, you can now change that because you're going to own this. You've heard me talk on this podcast before about ownership. Um, and as a leader, when there is a fault or there is a failure or there's a problem or a struggle or a challenge, you have to own that. And if you own that, then now you can change that. And so if you currently do not believe in your team's ability to succeed, then what that means is you need to, you need to double down on training them, on educating them, on leading them in a way that will bring about for you the confidence in their ability to win. Okay. So before we get into how do you express your belief in your team, let's first address, well, if you don't believe in them, don't fake it. And instead take ownership of that issue and then go about training them in a way or, or educating them or, or, or leading them in whatever um, way that you need in order to bring about the, the skill, the commitment, dedication, the whatever it is, the, the experience that they need in order to succeed. And that will bring about this confidence in you. Once you see them growing in their, in their experience or growing in their education or growing maybe in their confidence, growing in their skills, then you will become confident in their ability to win. And, and then to that question of, do you believe in your team? You can ask, or I'm sorry, you can answer, yes, you believe in your team's ability to win. So now that we've gotten to that point, now you do believe in your team's ability to win. Let me encourage you, never assume that they know that. See, that was the problem or that was the, the failure of my part as a parent and our youngest child. I just assumed throughout his high school career and now leading up to high school graduation that he knew that I believed in his ability to succeed, to graduate high school. Um, I made that assumption. Do not make that assumption as a leader that your team just knows that you believe in them. You must be intentional and purposeful about communicating to your team members that you believe in them. Okay. And so I want to talk to you about how do you do that? How do you express your belief in your team? Uh, well, first of all, the first thing that you've got to do is you, you have to be explicit. 
as we were just talking about. You, you have to be intentional. You cannot assume that they already know. You have to be explicit with your communication to tell your team, listen, I believe in this team's ability to hit that deadline. Or I believe in this team's ability to complete this project on budget. Or I believe in this team's ability to uncover a solution to this major problem that we have. You have to be explicit. You have to be intentional to tell your team that you believe in their ability to succeed. Your don't don't rely uh, your actions. You know, I was you know actions are, are are much greater than words and so forth. I'm not trying to argue that um, that statement of wisdom or that statement of truth. But what I am saying is, don't rely on your actions in leading your team to convey this message that you believe in them. You have to be intentional. You have to be explicit about saying that you believe in the individuals and you believe in the, in the group as a whole, you believe in the team's ability to succeed in whatever you're trying to accomplish. You have to be explicit. And then secondly to that, I would say you want to be specific. This is much in alignment with uh, principles around expressing appreciation. When you're expressing appreciation, you want to be as specific as possible in expressing your appreciation for someone or, or something that someone did. And the reason that you want to be specific is because that communicates to that person that you've truly recognized them. Right? So if you just go up to someone and you just say, hey, I really appreciate everything that you do. That's almost meaningless to that person because there's no specifics in that statement. So they they kind of get the sense that, yeah, you know that they do a lot, but you don't necessarily know what they do. But when you're able to be very specific, then it gives them, again, this, this recognition, this perception that you know exactly the contribution that they've made. Well, when you're expressing your belief in your team, you want to do the exact same thing. You want to be very specific. You don't want to stand in front of your team and say, you know, I really believe in this team. Or I really believe that we can win. You want to be very specific in what it is that you can you believe that this team can accomplish. And so maybe you are leading a sales team and you would say, you know, I really believe in this team's ability to sell a million dollars this year or, or whatever your sales goal is or something like that, right? You want to be really, really specific. I believe that this team can accomplish blank, whatever that blank is, right? So be very specific. Uh, this has a number of benefits. Uh, one, it um, kind of reiterates, uh, if you will, the, the, the goal that you're trying to accomplish. So you've taken the opportunity to restate the goal that you're trying to accomplish. But two, it gives the individual team member as well as the, the team as a whole, it gives them this, this confidence that their leader believes in the mission, believes in the goal, and believes in their specific ability to accomplish that goal. Okay, so you want to be specific. First of all, you got to be explicit. Second, you have to be specific in your expression 
of a belief in your team. And then lastly, I would say you have to be consistent with that message of you believing in your team. Now, here's why this is so important. Oftentimes, uh, m- maybe you and your team, you're, you're facing this really big project uh, or, you know, you have this big goal this, and, and this goal is going to take you maybe a year or this project is going to take you a year to, to accomplish, to complete, to do all the things necessary to get to that goal. It's going to take you and the team maybe a full year. Well, if at the beginning of that year, you stand up in front of the team and you communicate the goal and, and why the goal is important, you do all, and, and in that moment, that, that beginning of the year, I'm not necessarily talking about January 1st, I'm talking when you first start this big project or you start going after this big goal, if in that moment you say to your team and you are explicit and specific about your belief in the team's ability to accomplish that goal, that's great. That's wonderful. You're being explicit and you're being specific at the beginning of that big, big project. The struggle is over the course of the next year, as you do the things necessary to accomplish that goal, it's, it's what I call the messy middle. This is where all the struggles are going to come along. This is where all the challenges are going to come along. This is where all the unknowns are going to happen to you and your team that's going to get you off course, that's going to deviate you from the plan potentially and so forth. So it's in the middle of this messy middle that if your team is not hearing from you, that you still believe in their ability to win, well, then they're going to start to question that. They're going to start to struggle with that. Their confidence in themselves is going to, to become reduced, right? So In addition to being explicit and specific about it, you want to be consistent about this message of believing in your team. And as you're going through that messy middle, I believe that it's also okay to acknowledge the struggle and the challenge that is happening to you and to your team. And so you're going through that messy middle. Maybe you're you're four or six months into this year-long project that we've been using as an example, and it's okay to acknowledge hey, I know we've had some roadblocks here. I know we've really had some struggles with this area of the project, but I continue to be confident in this team's ability to overcome those struggles and to achieve our goal. So it's okay to acknowledge the struggle and to continue be consistent about communicating and expressing your belief in the team. Because again, throughout the messy middle, what that's going to do is that's going to maintain their high level of confidence. It's going to keep them focused on the goal, on on the, the the purpose here. And it's going to give them that boosted confidence that their leader continues to believe in their ability to accomplish this goal. Now, again, along the way, if you kind of fall back into that, well, now that we've hit all these roadblocks, I'm not so sure that I believe we can still win. That's when you've got to double down on training, educating, leading this team in a way that gets you back to that confidence of their ability to win. But once you're there, again, you want to be explicit about your belief in the team. You want to be specific about your belief in the team. And you want to be consistent with that message that you believe in the team and their ability to win. So there you have it. I hope that's helped you. First of all, if you're not in a place where you believe in your team, 
I hope you can take the ownership of that and get yourself to that. Don't try to fake it. Get yourself to that point that you believe in your team's ability to uh, to win, to succeed at whatever you're trying to do. And then when you're at that place, you want to be explicit, specific, and consistent with your message of your belief in the team and their ability to win. So I hope that's helped you uh, in answering that question. Does your team know that you believe in them? And uh, until I speak to you again next week, I want you to know that I love you because that's what leaders do. And I want you to be blessed and lead well. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcasts and episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com. Odds are, if you're hearing my voice right now, you are a leader who has questions or feels like this. I was new to leadership. You're just hoping to show them the, the right path and right. hope they catch on intentional saying, hey, this is the path we're taking. As a new leader, not having people work for me, how do you go about hiring people, finding right. that right team member? How do we have everybody want to be on this team because the goal that we're going for helps them, helps the company, helps everybody. Yes, this podcast is here to help with that. I share with you everything I can to help you grow into a leader everyone loves and wants to follow. But let's face it, it will take me years to share with you my 29 plus years of leadership experience via a weekly podcast episode. So if you're really serious about improving your leadership faster to positively impact business results and the lives of those you lead, I invite you to consider the Leadership Accelerator. This is the 30-day challenge I've created to teach leaders like you the principles guaranteed to improve your leadership effectiveness in just 30 days. Leaders are watching their leadership improve with every action taken in the 30-day challenge. I would even include my confidence level, even just having simple conversations with people. I don't feel the edginess of trying to have a difficult conversation. Leaders are fast-tracking their leadership growth. I feel like I gained five years worth of experience just because I've gained five years worth of knowledge. Over the course of 30 days, you'll get deep, hands-on, and step-by-step -step coaching from me on every element of our leadership equation. It's the mathematical science behind measuring your leadership. You have a predictable, measurable way of looking at leadership that a different way that I've seen people describe it. While the Leadership Accelerator is a self-paced online course, you will also receive multiple opportunities to ask me directly your specific leadership questions. So if you're ready to commit to improving your leadership, head over to credibleleaders.com forward slash accelerator right now. And if you're still on the fence, you'd absolutely have to do it. The word is acceleration. It'll accelerate your knowledge, your experience, your confidence. What are you waiting for? Once again, head over to credibleleaders.com forward slash accelerator and sign up. I can't wait to meet you in the program. And remember, I love you because that's what leaders do. And I want you to be blessed and lead well.